But the best thing about wedding videography I find is that you can jump online, check out people's portfolio and it'll become very apparent why one videographer is charging one price and another videographer is charging another price. Hi and welcome to the Unveiled podcast, debunking wedding planning all the way to I do. As a photographer and videographer in the industry, we're asked daily as to where to start when it comes to planning your big day. So allow us to help you make the planning process as seamless as possible. Consider Unveiled your little black book of weddings, packed full of insight from industry experts, do's and don'ts from couples who have tied the knot, plus an abundance of info on your most requested topics. I'm Lucy, founder and wedding photographer at Lucy Weddings, and I'm here with wedding videographer and my soon-to-be husband, Eddie Blake, who we're putting on the stand for today's episode on all things videography. How are you feeling about this one, Ed? You're all prepped and ready to go? Yeah, we got a good topic today and one that's obviously very close to me, so I'm excited to get into it. A little background on Mr. Ripple Weddings. I'm going to do it because Eddie is too modest to do it himself. Ed's been shooting for weddings for about eight years now. He's known for his guy in the background approach and effortless ability to capture the story of your day as it unfolds. His work is timeless, beautifully authentic and uniquely yours. He's also a hell of a guy. (laughs) (laughs) What a wrap. (laughs) Eddie's going to answer obviously based on videographer's in general, but also based on his experience in the industry. So let's jump in. Ed, can you start off with giving our listeners three reasons why they should consider a videographer for their wedding day? Yeah, this is a good one. Three reasons. Probably video captures the essence that photos simply can't. I feel like wedding videos are a really good one to revisit one, two, three, ten years, twenty years after your wedding day. You know, you can show your kids. It's really timeless. And I love the fact that it introduces audio. So you can listen and feel and really, you know, it captures the the emotions uh, and it really makes you feel something, I suppose. Yeah, I definitely think video touches on all of the senses when you're watching it back, whereas photos, obviously, it it's they're amazing, but they're static. Based on your packages, what do your deliverables look like for couples? So most videographers will have a highlight reel that you'll probably be able to view on their website. Ours are between six and eight minutes long. It encompasses everything from the getting ready all the way through to the dance floor with, you know, speeches and the vows laced into that highlight reel to kind of tell the story. And then on top of that, we supply the speeches and the ceremony in full. So those sentimental parts of the day, some videographers are a little bit different, but uh, I would say for the most part, that's kind of a a broad brushstroke on what videographers would offer. Yeah, a question that you get asked a lot, do you supply the raw footage to couples? Yeah, look, we don't supply raw footage, but I have seen videographers supply an extended highlight reel, so everything that they've shot throughout the day. Um, Like we touched on before, we supply the full highlight reel, all speeches and the ceremony. If there's any extra parts, say like the first dance or the father-daughter dance, we'll more than happily supply that as well. But in terms of raw footage, the footage that you're seeing in that highlight reel is the absolute best of the best. There's a lot of footage that is out of focus, poor light, you know, unflattering angles, things like that. So for those reasons, we don't supply the raw footage. Yeah, so just to be clear, couples will get their speeches, they'll get their vows, all yeah. of that. In- so your speeches are, 
you know, anywhere from, depends how long people are speaking for, but anywhere from half an hour to an hour and a half, two hours sometimes. But they'll get those separately to They'll get those separately the reel. to the highlight reel. Uh, and they'll also get the ceremony in full. So that'll include, you know, everything that the celebrant's saying, everything that the bride and groom are saying as in their vows. And then, you know, if say someone's doing a reading or something like that. Yeah, as I said, it's all the sentimental parts of the day that you can look back together with your partner. But I guess that highlight reel is, you know, to show to your friends and family. Beautiful. So for couples considering a videographer, how many hours of coverage would you suggest they look into? We've touched on this before, but I think uh, a good guide is about eight hours. That usually gets you everything from getting ready all the way through to the dance floor. Some reasons why you would go longer is say, I know a lot of church weddings are starting at two o'clock and we like to start an hour and a half to two hours before the ceremony. So that means you're starting at 12 o'clock. So you just, you've got more to capture, I suppose. And then if you're having some sort of fancy exit, uh, like a sparkler exit or going off in a nice car or something like that, a lot of couples will would like to get the end of the night footage. But generally, as soon as you've captured about 30 minutes of the dance floor, and I'd say you're good to go. Do your packages include travel? Most vendors won't have a travel fee within their immediate area. So that's the same for us. Anything in Sydney Metro, there's no travel fee. Anything outside of these areas, there is a small travel fee component. In terms of budget, which is a big one, because obviously weddings are so expensive and the couples are already spending a shit ton on a photographer. So how much do they need to be factoring in for a videographer, would you suggest? Yeah, good question. I would say couples can expect to see quotes from anywhere between $2,000 all the way up to eight, dollars $9,000. And with that usually comes experience. So a videographer that's only been in the industry a couple of years, they're probably towards the more affordable side of things. And then that goes all the way up to your very experienced and advanced film crews. But the best thing about wedding videography, I find, is that you can jump online, check out people's portfolio, and it'll become very apparent why one videographer is charging one price and another videographer is charging another price. There are so many extremely talented wedding videographers out there. I'll just encourage you to check out all of their work, the ones that resonate with you, start to inquire with them, sort of get the ball rolling that way. And also... The equipment is high quality, yeah. even though a lot of people look at your cameras on the day and think they look far too small to be capturing anything that's half decent. That's right. <laughs> well, Technology is getting so good now. You can have these tiny little cameras and we like to be very inconspicuous, fly on the wall style when we're shooting weddings rather than having a big production crew and cameras all up in your face. Everyone loves the eyes in the sky, the drone. Can most couples expect that most videographers will include a drone in their packages? I would say about 50% of wedding videographers would have a drone. There's just a few simple rules that you've got to abide by. Not near a CBD, not within five and a half kilometres of an airport, not flying at night and not over crowded areas. So uh, straight away that eliminates anywhere in the CBD and a lot of venues, you know, in and around a major airport but for the most part any of those venues up and down the coast or country readings a, a drone is is beautiful because it captures it's just another angle 
that you're not getting on the ground and couples are still blown away by it. Yeah, I think that's there's some really good points for couples to consider because I know that everyone does love your drone footage in your in your highlight reels that you deliver. So and I think most would just assume that you can fly a drone anywhere, so that's really good. Yeah, another point with that is couples won't even notice the drone there on the day. It's not, you know, flying over crowded areas and we tried to get it away from the venue. So, you know, we usually have it up for like 10 minutes, get half a dozen shots, bring it down and that's it. What would be your advice to couples on knowing if the videographer that they're inquiring with is the right fit for them? First of all, I would go onto their website and check out their videos and make sure that their videos are actually resonating with you. Then inquire and just jump on a phone call or a Zoom call and just suss out their vibes. I think that's probably the most straightforward way to do it. You know, check out reviews. If your friends have um, had a wedding videographer, ask them about their experience, that sort of thing. Yeah, cool. Is it worth asking videographers what gear they use? Is this important? Equipment is an important factor, but really it's the person behind the lens that's bringing your day to life. Obviously, the ceremony is probably up there with one of the most important components of the day. How do videographers go about capturing sound in conjunction with the delicious footage? Yeah, this is a really good question because I feel like the audio is probably what sets a lot of the more experienced videographers apart from the less experienced ones. So an example for the ceremony, we like to put a little lapel microphone on the groom so that way we're getting all the VRs from the from the bride and the groom. Yeah, you've had some funny feed from the grooms that you've put <laughs> the mics yeah, on and then some of the sometimes the words uh, <laughs> just before the the bridesmaids and the bride are coming down the aisle is it's quite funny. Yeah. There's, some, there's some hilarious <laughs> outtakes there. And then we also have a backup uh, recorder that's coming straight out of the PA system from the celebrant. So audio is a really important part because it tells the story, it tells the narrative and dialogue is along with, you know, the sound design and the music that's going in your showreel. It, once you've got all those three things together, it really brings the video to life. Yeah, I also think it like for couples looking back, being able to look back on their wedding day hear their vows, hear their speeches. Wedding days go so fast. So it is amazing in those moments of being able to listen back to that audio for couples because it's just reliving their day essentially. Yeah. And it's great to have, you know, these flashy, amazing visuals, but once you have really solid audio, it, it just, it just brings it all more to life. It's uh, and you really have a, a feeling when you're watching the video. Do couples, when booking their videographer, require two videographers on the day or just the one? Look, case by case situation, depending on each videographer, we only shoot with one videographer majority of the time. The only reason why we would have two is if the couple are getting ready at a great distance apart in the morning and we really need to have eyes at both. Other than that, we're just shooting with with one videographer and you don't want to turn your wedding into this, you know, big production, production, you know, you want to be inconspicuous, small gear in the background sort of thing. Uh, the less cameras, the better. Agreed. Yeah. If you have heard our photography episode, Ed and I have a bit of a great debate over the one versus two shooter 
scenario. So it's a similar thing with videography, I would say, to photography. Yeah, and it also comes down to experience. So if you're having one videographer, you've got to shoot all the footage, you've got to do all the audio, you've got to do the drone. Uh, so, you know, some videographers just won't be equipped to do all that. So you really need two hands on deck to support all of those things. Yeah, Eddie in the peak of summer, sweat running down his face. <laughs> yeah. Trying to do everything. Yeah, it's not fun. You always get everything done though. How important is it that your chosen videographer has shot or knows the wedding venue well? Like a few years ago, I probably would have said it's really important. But if you've, your, your wedding videographer should do a bit of research on that venue before they're rocking up to have a bit of an idea, even if that means just getting there half an hour, an hour before they're actually starting their coverage just to suss out the venue. That's a good way to do it. I wouldn't say it's essential that you've that you've shot there before. If anything, I, I get really excited that I've shooting at a venue that I haven't shot before. Just to add to that, I do believe that a good wedding videographer and photographer go out of their way to get their bearings of the of your venue prior to your day yeah. whether that be exactly what you just said then them turning up that little bit earlier to do a recce getting in touch with the venue they're all i think really really good ways to kind of make sure that they just know what they're rocking up to this is obviously a very important one timelines let's talk about timelines <laughs> your beautiful short timelines <laughs> <laughs> So you can expect to see your wedding video within six to eight weeks of the wedding. To give you an idea, the actual physical shooting of the wedding is probably only about 30% of the total job. The other 70% happens in the editing chair. So, you know, we're shooting 35 to 40 weddings a year. There's, a, you know, and, and those edits start to build up and you also want to put your heart and soul into every single edit. So we say six to eight weeks, you can expect to see highlight reel. Are couples allowed to amend their highlight reel at all? Some videographers, they do include one or two rounds. We use, in our terms, reasonable discretion. So if there is, say, for instance, you've missed a shot with grandma that was on the dance floor, something like that, if you want a couple of shots taken out, um, if you that sort of thing, reasonable discretion. But if you want to turn around and change your whole highlight reel, then no, we would that would incur a fee, but... To be honest, we've shot probably three or four hundred weddings and we've maybe made edits to, you know, a dozen. So yeah. most of the time, you, it's another great point. You go on, check out someone's highlight reel, you kind of know what you're going to get. So what's the deal with the music? Can I have Beyonce to my wedding video? <laughs> I think a lot of videographers would be split on this one. So copyright law would not allow you to use a Beyonce song um, without <laughs> coming with huge royalty fees for an artist of that caliber would be in there. I don't even want to think millions, but a way around this is uh, you password protect that video um, and wedding videographers pay an annual fee to APRA for a domestic use video license. So basically as long as your videos password protected, you can use whatever song you want basically. For the videos that we shoot, we try not to go anything mainstream, so it's we wouldn't ever use anything from Beyonce. So, about people might want Beyonce, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. fine That's if true. you do, guys. That's, it's we, totally fine if you want to use a Beyonce <laughs> song. We'll give you, we'll give you the option to choose whatever song you want. But I suppose if you, I find that if you choose a song that's very mainstream, then I find the video kind of dates a little bit. But just my personal opinion. <laughs> 
Lucy's looking at me, she's shaking her yeah, head. I'm like, no, you can't say that. All right, so Science Seal delivered. We want to book you. How do couples know that if they say a pandemic hit or a earthquake happened, that their wedding couldn't go ahead? They've paid a deposit. Is that how you usually work? Yeah, so uh, we take a 20% deposit, which confirms the date. Uh, and and if it, they need to move it? If they need to move it, you can move it to whatever date you want as long as that date's free at no cost. So whether it's, a you know, family reasons or COVID or pretty much anything you want, you can change that date at any point. So final thoughts, Ed. Advice from a videographer in the wedding industry. Is there any... Extra that you would like to say to couples looking to book a videographer for their wedding day? Look, like we touched on before, I think videography falls into the category of a nice to have rather than an essential. If it's you can fucking f- a big deal, guys. <laughs> <laughs> if you can find room in your budget, then definitely do it. And I encourage you to go online, get heaps of quotes, check out everyone's portfolios. And then once you shortlist a few, just jump on the phone with that videographer and just get the conversation going that way. Thanks so much for joining us, Eddie Blake from Ripple Weddings. <laughs> it was you good. Hopefully you guys took a little bit out of that. Yeah, and obviously, as I said at the start, Ed answered a lot of those questions having been in the industry for the time that he has and running his own wedding videography company. So things are going to change based on who you're in in can't say the word inquiring, inquiring with. But that's just a really good baseline set of information for you guys to write down and note for later. Yeah, absolutely. We'll see you guys next week. Cheers, guys. Cheers.